Welcome to episode 12 of Colin Talk, featuring an interview with Paul Fricasso from Portland, Oregon, on helping people save money and cutting the cable. So, please welcome our special guest, certified streaming television consultant, Paul Fricasso. Thanks, Colin. Thanks for having me on. So, starting off, what services do you provide for consumers? Well, I'm receiving an abundance of calls from consumers, whether they're CenturyLink customers, Frontier customers, Comcast customers. They are paying too much. The, the prices keep going up for cable. And essentially, they're saying, how can we save money? And with that, I speak to them. I find out what the household is currently using and come up with a plan as far as cutting the cable and how they can save some money. So how much money can consumers save by cutting the cable? Well, I've had customers come to me that are spending up to $300 a month. And that includes you know, their telephone, they've got internet, they've got cable in multiple rooms and locations, they've got DVRs. And that opens up an abundance of ways that they can cut and save money. Essentially, the household looks at telephones and they say, do we really need this? They look at the DVRs and say, do we need that? And uh, I come up with a plan saying, what are you currently using? What could you do without? Come up with a plan that essentially helps them to cut the cable. How much internet will someone need if they stream TV to their home? And will they lose all their favorite channels? Or um, does it keep their local channels if they cut the cable? That's a good question, Colin. Every household is different. And the amount of internet is different depending on how many people are in the household, how many televisions they have, and external devices such as tablets, computers. There may be up to 20 users or 20 devices connected to the internet. And with that, you wouldn't want to go any less than 100 megs to the house. A lot of homes, they go to 200 megs because they really want fast internet. They don't want any latency loss. They don't want any buffering when they're streaming their television. So that's, uh, as far as recommendations, I would definitely go with 100 megs minimum. 200 is optimal. As far as losing channels, a lot of people, when they go to cut cable, they have a fear of, oh, I won't have my favorite channel. You know, I'm going to lose uh, ESPN. I'm going to lose um, a sports program, whatever it may be. And out there, there are streaming services. First of all, you've got choices with PlayStation View. You've got DirecTV Now, and you have Sling TV. Those are the three major providers. If you were to go to their sites, just say Sling TV, and look at the packages available, you'll be able to see that they have pretty much every channel that you were getting with Comcast or CenturyLink or Frontier. You're going to have your ESPNs, your TNTs, your TBS, all of the, the major players, and uh, if you can't find one, one of the three services is going to have that. I've had a case where someone in particular wanted Fox News, and Fox News wasn't available on Sling, but it was available on PlayStation View. So to answer your question, they're out there. We just need to, to now look. Now wait, now just hold on. Who would want Fox News? Now that's a good question. I thought it was uh, strange when they requested that too, but... Obviously, they were a fan of Fox News, and I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to help people. They're here to take away rights from gays and transgenders. Well, again, what is on the streaming networks is not of a concern to me. But making sure that people get the channels they want is important. I would have just left. 
<laughs> that would have been the that would have been the choice. Um, so, Thanks, how do I know what's the best way to stream TV into your home, and what are the differences between the major streaming services that you can set up for people? Well, first of all, when you get the cable, and say for instance you get rid of all their equipment, so you're going to save money getting rid of their cable modem. You're going to get rid of um, their wireless router, and sometimes that's built into the modem. But buy your own equipment. Um, I would recommend Netgear Nighthawk for a, your wireless router, and then a surfboard, uh, Motorola surfboard or Aris surfboard cable modem. Once you get those in, and you get a chance to look at uh, the different boxes that are available to stream to the TV, you've got everything from Fire TV, which is an Amazon product, to Apple TV, Roku, and a new one now from Sling TV. They've got a, a device called Air TV. They're all similar, but they're different depending on the household. If a person is an Apple household, they have a ton of uh, Apple laptops, uh, Apple phones. They may want the Apple TV because it all syncs together. You can stream uh, using AirPlay and put every everything that's on your devices up on the TV and still get some of these streaming channels that uh, are available on all of these boxes. Roku, same thing. It's, uh, it's another one of those streaming boxes. Not necessarily my favorite. Amazon Fire TV is great. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you get a lot of extra goodies such as Amazon Prime Movies and Amazon Music. And this new one that just came out from Sling TV, they call it the Air TV Box. This is the first one that does something that's unique that the others don't do. It will take your local broadcast, channels 2, 6, 8, 10, 12, all the ones here that are in the, uh, the Portland area, and stream them right into the box so that you don't have to change inputs. You don't have to go back to antenna and then go back to HDMI 1. You can just keep it on HDMI 1, your streaming box, and all your locals will be in there. So as far as the differences, they're all different. Uh, in a show like this, it would take too long to describe every nuance that is different. But if you were to go online and look at Air TV, Amazon Fire Box or the Fire TV, Apple TV or Roku, any one of those websites are going to have a plethora of knowledge on what these boxes will provide to you. So any other tips for consumers who are wanting to make the switch to streaming TV rather than cable? Yes, if you're going to make the switch, one of the most important things you can do is research online. Now, from square one, when you're looking at doing something like this, cutting the cable, you're going to want to look at what you're currently doing. Uh, what are, you, you want to lay it all on paper. It's, it's easier to do it this way. What are you paying? What are you getting? And what can we remove that's going to save you money? A lot of homes are up to $250 to $300. It's easy to make those cuts when you're dealing with a home like that. One that's at a hundred, it's by the time you get through cutting it, it's it, that would almost be a wash. But uh, it's the people that are 150 to 300, which th there's a lot of them out there that uh, could really save some money. Now, again, searching and researching these products online is the biggest tip I could give anyone. Go on to the Air TV site, which is essentially Sling TV, Fire TV, which is an Amazon product, Apple TV, that's Apple itself, and Roku. Those are the main players. Those are the guys that you want to research and see which box that you want. From there, you're going to look at the providers. 
who provides this? Well, you've got PlayStation View, and um, they have a whole array of networks. In fact, the interesting thing about PlayStation View is that it's the only streaming service out there that for people that want to watch the Blazer games, they have all 82 Blazer games. So if you pay $35 a month for their streaming service, which includes ESPN, you know, MTV, TNT, TBS, all the, the major networks, you also get Comcast Sports Northwest. So you're going to get those Blazer games, and you'll be able to stream those to any of your devices, and you'll be able to bring that up on your phone even. You could be at the airport and catch a Blazer game on your phone or your tablet. So, again, researching online, very important tip, looking at the providers, much like PlayStation View, Sling TV, and uh, DirecTV Now, which is one of the newer players out there. Those are the main guys that are going to get you your channels. Then, once you have all this, believe it or not, you can buy additional services. Like, say, for instance, you want HBO. $15 is an add-on. You're going to get close to 10 HBOs. Same thing with Showtime, all those movie channels. If you like um, to watch Animal Planet, you can find that in a separate um, streaming so again, researching online, that's going to be your main key. And that's what I would recommend to consumers because let your fingers do the walking and you can save some money. So earlier you touched on talking to Comcast. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, making that call to Comcast or really to any of the providers. I'm sure CenturyLink, Frontier, the same thing. And, and I've had those experiences speaking to all of their customer service departments. Some of them are better than others. But Comcast in particular, which seems to be the majority of people I'm helping have Comcast or Xfinity, the easiest way to deal with them is don't talk to the first person that answers the phone. When you get the customer service rep, you're going to want to immediately say, can I talk to the loyalty department? They're going to escalate that up to the next level and get you to someone that can really help you. They've got some things at their disposal. They're there to, to keep that customer and not lose them. So if you ask for that department, it may take a while. You finally get to them, but essentially explain what you're going to do. They're happy that you're not leaving them completely because you're still going to keep the internet service. All the other services that, that uh, you are currently buying from them, you will release them because with this streaming setup, you won't need it. And if, if a landline is important, again, UMA or Vonage, those products, which also you can research online, are going to be your alternative if you absolutely have to have a landline. And that's a whole other discussion, but it's, it's a fairly simple thing to do. And the bottom line is they all feed off the Internet. So when you get up there and you're talking to the loyalty department of Comcast, they're, they're going to want to keep you. So my experience is that even though they'll push back a little bit and try to repackage you into some other bundle because they always want to bundle you somewhere, um, eventually you can get that conversation to say, all I want is internet. I want 200 megs. And generally the answer is going to be, okay, here's our best deal, but you have to sign a 12 month. That's fine. Go ahead and sign the 12 month because you're going to be with them anyway. You're not going to take off and get another company to work with in the next month. So, $79.99 has been the number uh, recently in the past few months when I have made those calls. That seems to be what they're charging for, 200 megs. These change all the time. The promotions are month to month, you know, as far as what they have at their disposal. But essentially, don't talk to the first person that you 
that you get when you call Comcast, ask for the loyalty department. And again, um, stay on the surfboard. They're going to try to knock you off into the water. Um, if you're on there long enough, you're going to get a good deal. And then you can, uh, you can say, thank goodness I'm done with that call. I've got a great deal and, uh, lock and load. So that's my tip as far as contacting the cable provider and getting them to reduce that bill. So what if they're not very nice? Well, let's hope they are. They're being paid by the company that's, uh, they're right. employed by right but l- like your recent experience with uh, comcast customer care can you elaborate on that i had someone in comcast customer care that uh, that their favorite answer was no and uh and i thought to myself well they're supposed to be keeping customers they're they, they're, they're here to make sure that they stay with comcast but every answer was no and um sometimes when you experience that oddly enough you just kind of end the call. Just say thank you. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna think about this, and then wait till the next day. You'll get a different person, and oddly enough, the same asking them the same questions. This person will give you the deal you want. I don't know how and why it works that way, but my experience is that if you're having a, a problem with someone that you're speaking to, and it's a seems like a bad day for them kind of in the call, just, just make it again tomorrow and uh, get a different person or maybe wait a couple hours and call again. You don't always get the same customer service person. And so you can have different results. So that's my experience with, with that. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to say? No, I think that's it. There, there is so much to say about this subject and each customer is different. You know, um, some people just, they're they're happy with what they've got they just want a little cut or others just say let's change the whole thing um you really have to understand the household and who's watching tv and come up with the best recipe as far as how i can cut the cable and save money because it is not just a cookie cutter thing so that's how i would uh, end this conversation and hopefully this has been helpful to the people out there and it maybe spurs some ideas as far as what they can do to save some money. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on here, Paul. Love to have you on here again. Great. Thank you, Colin. All right. Thank you. That's our show. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher for an episode every Sunday. Be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts to be featured on our website's testimonials. I'm Colin, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.